All right, today we're going to do another Rags Riches Secrets. One of the books that I spent time listening to over the weekend is called Outwitting the Devil. And so what I'm going to share with you today is Outwitting the Devil with Mind Games. And like one of the things, if you're listening to my podcast, you're, you know that it's Rags Riches Secrets. You know that you're discovering and learning the elements that would actually help you move forward. These are the things that I've been testing, practicing, like I've put a lot of sweat, blood, and tears into discovering how to use these things to be able to grow and amplify my own business. And rather than you actually having to spend a ton of time suffering and waiting through like years and years and years, just shortcut it. I'll just give you the gold nuggets, the gold drops you can run with and grab it. Like when I was talking to, I, I was uh, talking to one of my friends, he was up on stage and he had just collected like a $10 million award and he collected a couple other ones. And when I was talking to him, I'm like, bro, like, that's legit. And I started asking him questions. And he goes, Mike, he goes, it took me 10 years to get to this point where he's actually on the stage slaying it. And he's like, look, here's the things that helped me. Here, here are the gold nuggets. And I'm like, cool, thank you. I appreciate it. And so what you do is, is I'm gathering these gold nuggets. I'm paying, uh, or paying it forward. And here is, here is some gold nuggets that if you've ever thought, if you like, if you've ever asked yourself this question, have you ever thought you'd be farther along in life by now? And if you've asked yourself this question, this is all about decoding the answer to that particular problem. One of the very first things that happens, like you got positive energy, you got negative energy. And if you watch, you listen to the book, Outwitting the Devil, that book is absolutely phenomenal. If you don't know who Napoleon Hill is, he wrote the book, or um, what did he write? It's the book, um, it's going to come to me in a second, stupid, Napoleon Hill. Um, anyway, he wrote a killer book. It's actually the foundation book that almost every guru in the marketplace is talking about. And, and he, after he wrote it, at the very same time, he wrote this same book. It's called Outwitting the Devil. But he was so nervous about publishing it and about the backlash and the ridicule that he would receive. He delayed, actually, he died in 1970. Then his wife had the manuscript and the Napoleon Hill Foundation had the manuscript. His wife died and they still wouldn't publish it. It is not until 2011 that they finally acquiesced and said, you know what? We're actually in an economic slump. Let's take and publish this thing. Let's give this book out to the world so that people can take and read it. And after you listen to it and you understand it, you will have an epiphany like that is what got a hold of me. This is what's holding me back. You ever hear about people saying they got mind games, self-sabotage, they're doing things, they're, they're like they want to go forward. People will say, I want to be a millionaire. I want to win the lottery. If I win the lottery, you won't see me here tomorrow. And they keep making up all these things, right? And right inside this, Napoleon Hill, literally, whether he did or he didn't have a, an interview with the devil, I do not know, but it did not take and negate or mean that the value that he put inside that book wasn't incredibly valuable. And so I'll, I'm going to break it down to you. That was, uh, I can't remember, it was probably about a three, four hour uh, read. So I'm going to take and give you a shortcut and break it down so that you can like say, let me grab these three nuggets that's going to unlock me because I feel like what happens is we get stuck in a prison in our mind. Like you got jails and bars and all kinds of stuff that will hold you captive. 
But you will never be as captive inside one of those places as what happens inside your mind. You will get held hostage by your own mind and you will get stuck not being able to go where you want to go. And until you figure out the keys to be able to unlock that particular door, you're going to be stuck. You will be held back economically. You will be held back emotionally. You'll be held back in all of your relationships. And right here is where he took and he broke it down. And so here's, here's the secret number one. He's like, he, he talks about faith and fear. You can't be operate in both faith and fear. If you want to look at faith, faith is the positive energy in the universe. This is the energy. This is the other half. Like you've got an atom, okay? You got this a little, you got the electron and you got the proton, okay? They're, they're right there. They're there, but they're in perfect harmony with each other. And that is the exact same thing, the negative side and then the positive side. Faith is the positive side. This is the stuff that originates from God, okay? Fear is what Satan wants to implant inside your mind because if he can put fear in you, he can paralyze you. And if you get paralyzed and lack the ability to move, then he can hold you hostage and keep you exactly where he wants you. Faith allows you to move forward even though you don't know all the steps to the outcome. Okay? Tony Robbins talked about this. He's like, he talks about going in a direction. And he goes, look, what happens? You start moving in a direction. You make a commitment, move in a direction. And what will step in is what I call grace. Grace is just the thing that shows up that allows you to move forward. It's the thing that allows you to progress. It's the, allows, it's the thing that allows you to step into your other self, okay? Like, grace just shows up. How? Don't know, okay? It just shows up. It happens. And so, like, just know in advance. You, you can't be in both a state of fear and faith. The, the, fear, the fear will hold you hostage, keep you in a prison that you cannot escape, Faith is what's going to allow you to move forward even if you don't know all the answers, even if you're in an environment of uncertainty. So you take and you do this one, but it goes into the next one. Once, once it's, it's like Satan can get a hold of you, okay, and he can instill fear in you, the next thing he can do is he can cause you to start to drift. But what does he mean by drifting? Drifting is you don't have a direction. You don't know where you're going. You don't have a purpose. You don't have a plan. You don't, like, you're in a state of, you're, you're on social media all the time, okay? You um, watch movies all the time. You, like, if you think about your productivity and output during the day, and at the end of the day, you don't feel like you've actually accomplished anything, like, not feeling happy because you didn't make the world a better place or whatever it is, that is the state of drifting. Most people, like in that book, he said 98% of people he actually has possession of. He's got control of them, okay? And, and you say, well, well, how can you tell? Like everybody has like, ambi like ambitions to have more money, right? But they don't have it. And then you ask, well, why don't you have it? Well, I play video games. Well, why don't you have it? Like where are you spending your time? How are, how are you allocating what you're doing? And the state of drifting is what will, it's drifting is the thing that it's, like, just know in advance. It's like Satan's tool to hold you hostage. He can put fear in you. Then he can cause you to be uncertain. He can then cause you to drift. Because you're drifting, he now can go into the third secret that he uses, which is hypnotic rhythm. He will put you in a trance. 
that will allow you to be in this trance just moving forward. Your mind is not closed to his influence and you're shut down. You take somebody like Elon Musk or you take somebody like Henry Ford or you take somebody like Steve Jobs. Like you pick these guys and here's the thing that you like about them. Did Steve Jobs know how to accomplish everything he did when he set out to build his computer company? No. But what did he have? Faith. Faith that a thing could exist. He said it. If you push on something hard enough, you will discover that something will come out the other side. Like he ended up discovering to have faith, and that's a faith-based statement, that if you push hard enough, something will come out the other side. But if he would have stayed in a state of fear, what if people don't like me? What if nobody cares about me? What if, what if all these things happen? What if somebody rejects me, right? Like what if? And had he had stayed in that state, then he would have been in a state of fear. Then the fear would have turned into a state of drifting where he would not have made decisions that allowed him to move forward. He would have not created partnerships. He would have not created built companies. He would have not have built Apple or Pixar or there's another company I think he built, but those are the two that I can really remember. He wouldn't have done those things. And then Satan would have grabbed a hold of him, put him in a hypnotic rhythm which would have kept him from year to year marching along in the same place. But he took control of his own mind and he said, no, I don't know exactly how I'll get there, but I can tell you this much, I will go in that direction. And because he went in that direction, he escaped the, 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 the element of drifting, okay? He actually, the hypnotic rhythm actually came to his aid. Having habits is not a bad thing. Hypnotic rhythm is not a bad thing. But if you have a hypnotic rhythm based on a definite purpose, where you're actually taking your life, it actually works to help and accelerate what you're doing, okay? These are the good habits that take you to the next level. Um, it, it's, it's crazy as I take and I see this stuff in my life. Like, my breakthrough came when I finally got out of corporate America. My, I, was I scared to death? Yes, I was. I literally, I feel like I got put in a position where I already knew that I was going in, in the direction of the good life and prosperity, but I wasn't sure how to get there. I had a whole pile of fear about doing it. When I moved to Utah, I did not know exactly how to provide for my family, but I did know that the, the defense contractors that I could have worked for in Salt Lake, I was not willing to drive that far. Then it caused me to find myself in a state of faith, believing that things would work out anyways. Like how? I don't know. But they will work out anyways, okay? And after I had the faith that they will work out anyways, I avoided the step pitfall number two, which is drifting or doing nothing to move towards a definite end, which is like my definite end at the time. I did not exactly entirely know where I was going or how I was doing. All I knew is my best chances were to figure out how to start generating and making sales. Because if I generated and made sales, like that profession could close gaps and solve major problems. Then I put those two things in a hypnotic rhythm and hammered at it and hammered at it and pounded at it to the point that I actually became good enough that I could actually generate substantial cash flow. You see what I'm saying? They come to your aid. They, 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 they come to your aid or they can come to crush you. But either way, those things will come into play in your life. So if you're like, I'm stuck, okay? 
Here, here's what I would do. You, you do whatever you want. Here's what I'll do, or here's what I would do, okay? Very first thing, no matter where you're at, you've got to figure out how to sell. Now, it's, why do you say that, Mike? Okay, if you go get an interview, what are you doing? You're selling your services. If you try to get a woman to marry you, what are you doing? You're selling your you're you're selling her on the idea of being associated with you. You're trying to work with your kids. What are you doing? You're trying to sell them on the idea of how to do different things, right? You're trying to figure out how to motivate them, how to convince them, how to help them, how to guide them. Like no matter what, every element of your life is about selling, persuasion, and influence. Because otherwise, you are handicapped and you cannot get nothing done. If you want to find yourself in that state, then don't learn how to motivate. Don't worry, don't, don't worry about influence. Don't worry about any of that stuff, okay? So the first thing I'd do is I'd learn how to start selling, okay? If, if you don't know anything, like, I would start there. The next thing I would do is I would start figuring out or trying to identify products or something that you could be involved in that would allow you to start selling, that would allow your income to start to grow. Now, maybe you don't know where to, where, where to go, okay? And that's fine. Just Just... Just start studying. The biggest problem or the biggest thing that gets in front of people or in their way is they, they don't they don't never start. So if you don't start, how are you going to get any momentum? Just, just know this. Robert, uh, um, Garrett J. White said this. In the beginning, you're going to suck. Okay? You're going to suck. And he says, and, but if you keep going long enough that you're going to start to suck less all the way up to someday you're actually good at it. And what people do is they, when like something happens, they get rejected or something. They, they think they just failed, okay? No, what you did is you just got a data point. You just, you just discovered how not to do the thing. Life is all about that. There's, there's better ways to do everything. And all you've got to do is allow life to say, hey, like that one probably won't serve you well. Try this over here, okay? And you're like, oh, okay, that won't serve me well. I'll try this over here. And you just pivot, shift, change, pivot, shift, change, pivot, shift, change. My friend, one of my friends, he likes his favorite game is new choice. He takes and he writes up on old choice. He writes it up on the board. He goes like, what's the new choice? He writes down the new choice, plays the game. What's the new choice? The new choice is I'm going to do this. Does he know if it's going to work? No. But he, does he think it's better? Yes. Therefore, he makes the choice and it's a new choice. It's just a game. And then he gets data and he says, did that work or not work? If you saw, if you took a computer, you took the computer and you said, okay, let's play a chess game, okay? And you 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 let the computer play and it does the algorithm and then it gets beat. Does the computer say, wow, I just got beat? No. What it does is it says, let me analyze this. And so then before long, the computer could sit there and it could analyze every move on the board. Win, 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 fail, fail, fail. Win, 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 fail, fail, fail. It figures out wins and fails. And then based on probabilities, after it got a whole bunch of data points that won't work, then it starts picking data points that will work. And in the end, it actually wins. But does the computer say, oh, I'm a failure? No, it doesn't, right? What it does is it says, I got data points, and now I know how to, how to pivot, shift, and change so that I can win. I can now control the outcome. That's what it does. But we get wired different thinking, oh, what if I fail, right? Crazy. And then because if you're, you're afraid of failing, you drift, and then if you drift, you turn drifting into a habit. You turn drifting into a habit, and then you say, I thought I'd be farther in life than I am right now. Where if you would have said, well, I don't know the answer, but I'm just going to go with some faith, okay? So now you got some momentum. Then you take that momentum, and you put that momentum inside a hypnotic rhythm. Oh, my word, you just showed up somewhere. Imagine that. How about that? 
So there you go. Rags, which is secret. This, unlock your mind. Like you don't know how to unlock your mind. Start with learning how to sell. Okay. Just take a little faith. Believe that you have the ability to learn how to influence people. Grab some books. Listen to a podcast. Just gather some momentum and you will discover that all of a sudden magic or grace will come into your life and you will get your mind unlocked to the point that you can actually start seeing opportunities to discover wealth because it is flowing everywhere around you. You just got to learn how to tune your antenna to grab it. That's another Rags and Riches secret. I will talk to you later.